coffee break was bigger, right? <laughs> I love it. I love my hometown. I know we in the ATX right now, but I'm from Cleveland. Now switch! Switch up podcast at the Switch Up Podcast. And now I'm over here. What's up, guys? It's episode five of the Switch Up Podcast. I'm your host, Dirt Rich, and I'm here with Sarah Loretta. Sup, sup, sup. What's up? How you doing? Good. It's been a good week. Um, we've gotten so much love on the internet, Hell and yeah. this is all because of y'all that we are continuing this podcast, and we're just so appreciative. So take a screenshot of this episode that you're listening to, share it on your Instagram story, share it on your Snapchat Send it to your late night text lovers. We're going to take a quick second so you guys can do that. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll pause for a brief break. Um, but yeah, just share it out because that's how we're going to continue to grow. And make sure if you're listening to us on iTunes that you rate, review, and subscribe. And send us little cute love notes that you love our podcast. We always love feedback. So if there's something you want to hear, let us know in our Switch Up Podcast Instagram DMs. And hit us up guys yeah. we've been getting a lot of love i appreciate everybody mm-hmm. um and we also got some really cool things coming up in the future we've got a few interviews that we're about to do mm-hmm. uh we've got a good friend of mine by the name of meta coming in he's um the head of uh compound films mm-hmm. and he he recently dropped a documentary and it's about uh guy a rapper from corpus christi who got shot while he was out fishing one night and the guy who shot him ended up getting off like free didn't no charges were brought up no investigation into the shooting was done really Mm -hmm. and apparently the judge was like really crooked and all this stuff anyways we're gonna have meta come in here and talk about it and also talk about his uh come up in the game because he started off as a um as a music video guy he's just shot music videos for a friend of ours named chingo bling and then he um now is working with app companies and tech companies uh in san francisco like taking flights out to the bay and uh and dropping documentaries too so Mm -hmm. uh he's he's an interesting guy he's got a crazy story um so we're excited to have him up here uh, well, I was just going to say, I think it's going to be really great um, for us and our listeners, y'all, um, to kind of switch it up and have different creators on our podcast um, to tell their stories, because I feel like there are so many pieces that fit into the puzzle. As far as new music, though, this week, there's been a lot of new music. There's been so much music. That came I, out, right? But I also feel like the new music this week is in this weird balance because I feel like there's really good music that dropped and then there was some really shitty music like mm-hmm. Quavo's album. Um, I don't know. Have you listened to Quavo's album? Yeah, I mean, I thought um, I thought it was dope. Uh, some of the songs on there were, were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have really good beats on there. Mm-hmm. There was one song that I was really feeling where he was like, I was like, wow, the originator of the skirt made a song that was like 10 skirts long. This shit was tight. Yeah, I saw some really funny tweets. Someone had tweeted out. Um, I can't remember who, but someone tweeted out basically saying that this album proves that Quavo is the weakest Migos. Uh, and did he really need 21 tracks to prove he's the weakest 
Weakest Migos. But I really think that like the features are what saved this album. The features are really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that now see like again we're to the long album short Mm -hmm. album thing. It's like it was a long listen. Yeah. I didn't get through all of it because I I really I went through the features and picked out the songs I wanted to listen to specifically Sweetie. So I saw her back at Fader Fort this year and she's really dope live. But um, Ebro's given her a lot of shit on Mm -hmm. 97. Why? uh, Because she's a basic rapper, right? Like there's nothing about her flows that like really stand out. We we, you and I have talked about in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, like I was interested to see like if she was going to switch it up and if she's taking anyone's advice and it was definitely um, true the case that she's just going to do what she wants to do and she doesn't care and she's making moves. But um, so did, I was interested to hear that track. Did you hear the Madonna song? Um, I listened to it, but I wasn't like impressed. Madonna, yeah. Cardi B and Quavo. That was an interesting combo. It's an interesting triangle, but it's, it's also a weird song. I mean, it's it's just. Yeah, I think and vocally it balanced, but like for me, I don't want to hear Madonna on a 2018 rap. You know, album. when I hear when I hear an album that's like 20 songs, mm-hmm. okay, like, and we're we're gonna bring it back to like art. Mm-hmm. I think of like some people, some artists just paint to paint, mm-hmm. right? Some yeah. artists are just painting on a canvas just to like get just to like release and like right. oh, it just makes me feel good to just paint, right? So when I hear albums that are 20 songs Mm -hmm. i feel like some people are just painting yeah right but then you have artists who are not just painting to paint they're painting for to make a statement and to make art and to Mm -hmm. make something make a like have that wow factor right well those are like the albums that really hit Mm -hmm. and they can be long albums they can be short albums and they can be in the middle albums but you got to like you can tell when some artists are just like painting to just paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's how I felt about about this album was just like it's just there. And to be totally honest, and this is this is me being an asshole, but I was kind of pissed that Quavo put all of his songs and titles in all caps and stealing that from Astroworld. It's mm. like, come on, you know, I don't know. It's just stupid. But it was like it annoyed me to see that. In well, they don't really. They don't. They, I don't think they stole that from Astroworld because really, no, if you look at their Instagram, if you follow like any of yeah. the Migos Instagram, they like literally put a space in between each letter of like any anything they spell is, and it's capitalized. I'm like, what the fuck is this? But. But it was cool to see Twenty One Savage back. I mean, you definitely you can tell like who I the like Twenty One Savage. Twenty One Savage's verse. I do. He too. killed that. But I think just in general, like it shows like who his squad is. Like you have Lil Baby in here. You've got Drake. They've been on tour with Drake yeah. for months. I mean, now. that's that's a must. I mean, you gotta it's have just it. Just another there. album. It's not top ten of the year, uh-huh. but cool. He's a nice a little money project. grab for him. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of albums and like older cats. We talked about T.I.'s album dropping last week. I actually got a chance to listen to it all week. Mm-hmm. And like I'm it? telling you, man, banger after banger. T.I. can fucking rap. It mm-hmm. sounds like T.I. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He ain't gone nowhere. Yeah. Killing yeah, he, it. He just has been such a stable artist for, what, 20 years now? Uh-huh. That I just, 
I've never been disappointed by him. Yeah. And I like him even more on features because he doesn't do them that often. Right. And so that's what I liked about this album is that he hadn't done an album in a while. And it was like Christmas. It was just like Christmas Eve. It was the fun was of all dope. the cookies. So Soldier Boy dropped an album. Yeah. It's, uh, Haven't heard it. Is he cranking it on there? I don't know. I love. <laughs> I like Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is one of my like guilty pleasures too. Yeah. Same. You know? I I did look at the track list for Soldier Get Boy. Get out of my face. I did look at the track list, and he brought he legit brought Sean Kingston on. Mm-hmm. He has three features on a ten track project. Wow! It's Sean Kingston, Twenty Four Hours, and Chief Keef, which wow, no one cares about Chief Keef as much I anymore, mean, other than when he made that dope man track with MGK. But I love Sean Kingston. I don't even care. So it was just cool to see like two thousand seven people getting back together to be in the game. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and then also project, small project that dropped, um, plus an announcement, I guess. Um, so last week I mentioned that Mick Jenkins announced that he had finished this project, but he hadn't like gave it, given a um, album title or anything. Well, this week he released a single called Understood um, and announced that his new album is going to be called Pieces of a Man, which I'm super excited about because his first project was called The Healing Component and it was all about being a more holistic person and finding love in life, not necessarily through a relationship, but just like for yourself, right? Um, And so now I think what he's going to do is kind of take the Oswin Benjamin route and kind of break men apart, like man as as in human, and give us a project that shows a different piece of who we are so like back man, in, you're really thinking deep on this guy i mean that's who mcjenkins is he he's like he's like the lupe of underground like he Whoa. his music is to enlighten you and so i really think he's gonna kind of go this duality of man and show the struggle of you know life and i'm mm. so fucking i'm so stoked for this project okay so, cool yeah so any other new music um belly released a new single oh yeah you know who belly is um he released a new single with meek mill that was a dope song i could play it right now if y'all haven't heard it yeah it's just tight i yeah. like it and the the album art for it is actually it's a bunch of uh hispanic mexican is belly assume. mexican i thought you he's know, from canada i don't know um but the the whole album art if you look at it it looks like immigrant mm. kids and i think like i haven't listened that much to the lyrics yet i've just been like really into the beat of the song i don't know if those are mexican kids because that kid's they wearing like hispanic. a weird hat no man but I was just curious, like maybe they're trying to, to continue the conversation on de- on the kids being detained. You think so. Kanye showed that song to Donald Trump? Probably not. Um, so Belly is Canadian, um, but he has Palestinian Jordanian. See, descent. those are probably Palestinian kids right there. Yeah, probably. But either way, there's a lot of stuff going on with kids and security no, and there immigration, is. and there's it's a huge problem. Crazy shit going on. With and it. knowing that Meek Mill's on it, you know that there's some enlightening that was going on, and mm-hmm. so it's a good single. So go and support those two artists, yeah, if you can. Speaking of like new artists, there's uh, I was on Instagram just scrolling, and mm-hmm. there's this guy named Soldier Kid, mm-hmm. and 
he's on genius breaking down his lyrics Mm -hmm. and he basically was discovered because xxx tentacion was shot Mm -hmm. soldier kid was on snapchat that same day posting things that he was like at this little uh little restaurant that was right up the street from the motorcycle shop where x was shot at yeah so coincidence coincidence big time Mm -hmm. people were looking on snapchat and then they they were like oh we think soldier kid killed him Mm -hmm. right so the internet had already convicted this guy right of killing xxx i mean obviously he didn't do it Mm because they caught four other guys that was really who really did it and everything and this kid blew up off that Mm -hmm. you know that'd be a crazy conspiracy if they if like he was with he was friends with those four guys that shot him and they're like in order for me to get famous we have to do this Mm. wouldn't that be horrible no but i'm i just pulled soldier kid up on spotify and he has a track called better be there's 1.5 million streams on Mm -hmm. it and the rest are about to hit a million or a half mil so i'm really curious what he sounds like so we should listen yeah, to it it's pretty hood you know it's it's got that realness very better wake up to some head Yeah. I mean, it's a cool real, beat, but real I just. Boozy-ish. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of his vocalization. But I'm sure he's what? popping with all the kids. Crazy how yeah, he. That is really crazy. You know, this fool could have been, like, convicted of killing this guy and, like, not had nothing to do with it. But thank mm-hmm. God for video cameras and shit. So. Who have you been jamming in the underground scene lately? In the underground, pretty much this week, I discovered this guy named nothing nowhere Mm -hmm. and he's got some cool shit like what does he sound like he sounds like really like he's ah, man it's kind of hard to explain he just like it's not like eminem but it's more of like just he's got a lot of guitar shit in there Mm -hmm. you know he's rapping it's like it's cool, man. It's kind of like emo rapish, mm-hmm. you know, real emo-y. Uh, one weird thing. Okay, so there's a song called Hammer mm-hmm. on the album, right? And the album is called Ruiner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, every song on that album ends with an ER. Hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm looking at that now. That's really strange. Yeah. So I noticed that whenever I was running through running through the album it's called ruiner and the first song is outsiders next one reminiscer better sinker hammer rejector ruiner sayer i'm curious if we look at like his entire discography what his play on words looks like and then you go to the next album reaper the next album bummer mm-hmm. what's his what's his um obsession with the er words well it looks like on the reaper album all of the titles of the songs have to do with death so like nevermore is obviously a tribute to edgar Allan. black heart what about mary kate mary wasn't she an actress that not like mary kate nashley but i thought mary kate uh, i thought no that's not the makeup 
No, that's Mary Kay. Oh, Mary Kay. No, but Mary Kate, I thought, was like a... Wasn't she someone that was murdered by like the Manson family? Mm. Who am I thinking of? No, that's not Mary Kate. I don't know. Like, nah, these songs... The, nah, the, not all of them have... Funeral Fantasy. Clarity R-E-M. and Kerosene. This is some weird shit, man. Houdini. So he's... I'm going to play a snippet from uh the album, Ruiner. Mm-hmm. And I really like this song. It's called Hammer, guys. Go check it out. Yeah, so really definitely not an Eminem vibe. No, he's not got Eminem more vibe. Of like a, I feel like he's got like that frat rap, like Travi McCoy, yeah, kind of Asher Roth, it, Mac Miller mixed with like something. But he's good though. It's I mean, good. It's really good. The album is cool. It's well put yeah. together. The beats are nice. Uh, the production, the mixing, everything's it's it's solid. He's on tour right now in like mm. fucking Europe or some shit like that. Hmm. Um. I'm, everyone goes to Europe these days. Yeah, everyone's in Europe right but now. me. I'm excited to uh, see where this guy goes. He's got about... Go follow him on IG. He's got about 75,000 followers. Uh, he's not following anybody. Let's get that number and up, y'all. Support your local artists. Yeah, support right now creators, he's... Support creators. Support your friends. And almost all these shows on his tour are already sold out on the Europe, European tour. That's crazy. So, very interesting uh, guy. Hmm. You know, it's, and he doesn't take a lot of pictures showing his face. He literally has every picture covering almost every picture covering his face. So it's more like it's about the art, not the person. Of course, and I like that. Yeah, I do too. I'm not like I don't. Nothing nowhere. Hey, holler at us if you're gonna be out here for fucking South by Southwest, man. I want to meet you. Mm-hmm, for sure. What are you, what you've been listening to? Um. So I've been I've been on this weird like refinding artists I used to be in love with kind mm-hmm. of phase. So I've been like rediscovering people I've already discovered. And one of those people is a DMV rapper. And if you guys don't know what the DMV is, it's basically Denver, Maryland or DC, Maryland, Virginia. Um, so it's kind of that whole South East coast sound. Um, and the rapper um his name's odyssey and he's been in the game for a while but he and he signed and you know he's has like four or five albums out already um but he's he's kind of okay so like i found him last year in like the depths of youtube so i'm a huge evidence fan i don't know if you know who evidence is Mm -mm. and he's another kind of like eminem-ish nf rapper all right and so odyssey actually like four of his songs i remember had come up as recommendation with me listening to evidence and odyssey is one is a similar artist where he's like a nerdy rapper but not in like the rubik's cube nasa kind of way it's more about like the lyrics he uses make and he's got like these big wireframe glasses Mm -hmm. he just is a very like intellectual rapper got it um so i've been getting into his stuff because he will hopefully be having a project soon 
Um, and he actually has a track um, that is called NNGE. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of sounds like T.I. in the hook, actually. So I'm going to play it for you because I'm curious what you think. All right. Let me hear it. Actually, I'm pretty sure T.I.'s in the hook. It's just not like quoted as a feature. Got that southern feel. It's got that southern feel, right? Yeah, he's got a nice little flow. Yeah, so this project, um, it's his most recent album. It's called The Iceberg, and it came out last year. Um, and he, like I said, he's got like five five other projects. He has a whole album that's all live music that he re-recorded. Uh-huh. Um, and he just, he's so, he's such a visual artist. Like, I love his music videos. Yeah. So definitely go check him out. He's not as active on social media but he definitely has a presence um and yeah he's just been working on music but hasn't there's just been i think he's had a lot of issues with his management and stuff just isn't getting released but he's a really great artist to go check out so you guys should do that cool so odyssey odyssey but it's spelled odd o-d-d-i-s-e-e odyssey Odyssey. that's Mm -hmm. cool odyssey yeah i'm a huge fan and nothing nowhere it's nothing dot nowhere so yeah and we're gonna put both i guess all of this like the underground y'all know in the show notes we put all the underground links and stuff um but we'll make sure to tag the new music too like soldier boy and Mm -hmm. soldier kid yeah (laughs) not to get confused also um just a heads up you know we're kind of gearing towards when we first started the podcast we were kind of you know just experimenting at the same time so we weren't sure if we we're going to be talking about like more news that's out like mm-hmm. you know up to date recent shit but yeah i think we're gonna um we're, we're we're gearing towards more underground stuff talking about people in the industry mm-hmm. um and you know showing love to these underground artists so yeah. This underground and underrated. Some days we might not have an underrated, you know, uh, or some days we might not have an underground artist. But mm-hmm. this section is a real important section in the podcast because, you know, I think artists deserve, you know, to be talked about. The ones that aren't like, you know, being talked about on the radio all the time. Or something right. Like and that, that's so. like if you follow us on social um Dirt and I were just like fucking around with graphics one night and I came up with a tagline of are a source for off radio excellence. And I think that really stuck between the two of us of just like really wanting to push local and national underground people or even international. I'm really interested in the London kind of UK rap scene. Um, right now it's kind of what I spend my 3am nights on. Um, but so we want to promote y'all. Like it's not about, you know, getting you on the radio. It's about getting you, a following to let you go on tour or you know to just build up your base so you can have opportunities like everyone else has had so right yeah and speaking of like local and international things and like um just austin as far as like growing and stuff mm-hmm. um you were talking about a nelly show oh yeah earlier this week right <clears throat> yeah so nelly so if y'all 
know anything, I guess, about Austin or you live here, depending on who's listening right now, um, the last two weeks has been a huge music festival called ACL, Austin City Limits. Um, and a lot of big name people, Travis Scott was here, Paul McCartney closed the show Metallica. Friday night, Metallica's been here. Wayne. Um, Lil Wayne was here. And actually last night, Lil Wayne had his DJ actually did a set at um, Rio. And I, from what I've heard, Lil Wayne showed up. I don't know if he performed. Hmm. But last weekend, there was supposed to be, well, there was a show where Nelly was hosting. Um, but there was a lot of misconception, at least among my friend group, of what hosting meant. Um, and so I think it, it could be really impactful i guess to mm-hmm. kind of talk about the differences because like me being a fan if i'm gonna pay 40 bucks for a show and you only play three songs right i want to know the difference when i'm buying these tickets and that's right. not really what ticket sales are about but mm-hmm. you and i talked about you know well it says he was hosting it it right. wasn't an actual well, show it, pull up the flyer if you can again um so basically what happened is i think nelly performed at ACL, right? So when artists come into a city, sometimes they'll do a really big show and get that big bag of money, and then they'll go to like an after-hour spot and get a little bag of money. Which is what this was. So it was called Night at the Catwalk, which is a Mm -hmm. new bar on Dirty Sixth. Um, They took over. They're right by True Blue and like kind of where all the tattoo shops are. There's a new shop over there. It's called the Catwalk, and the event's called Night at the Catwalk Hosted by Nelly. And then the promo is just this Saturday night, come take a ride with me at the hottest party in Austin as we take the party to new heights, popping bottles, turn up with none other than the one and only legendary King of St. Louis. Be sure to get your tickets and show up early. Mm-hmm. See, and nowhere so. in the flyer mm-hmm. it says performing hit songs, hot in here right. or whatever, whatever, right? right? right. So I think that your friend, because she was saying, Sarah yeah, was saying so, her friend was like, you know, she was kind of disappointed because Nelly didn't perform, right? Yeah. But the thing is, if she wanted to see a Nelly show, right, she should have gone to ACL to to watch an actual well, and show. I think so I got more information since I told you about this mm-hmm. story. Um, but basically, my friend and her husband, I was supposed to go to the show, but I went hiking and it was just like 40 bucks isn't worth it to mm-hmm. me. Like I just, there's certain artists I will pay that for, but it's very rare I would pay that much for a concert ticket. Uh, but so I ended up not going. And what my friend told me is that her and her husband had made friends with the bouncer of of the catwalk who apparently was like Nelly's personal bodyguard who was like working the door that night. I guess maybe he was helping out. And while they were waiting in line to get in, doors opened over an hour late. So that was like the first thing. So that's how they kind of like made friends with people around them. Mm. And the bouncer was saying Nelly's going to go on stage at 11. So he was like promoting, you know, this set time where most of us, if you've ever been to a show, you should know set times like never actually happen. Unless it's a a very good day. Exactly. Especially in a rap show. And so... Then there was, I guess, conversation of like Nelly had shown up and Mm -hmm. just like went upstairs to like hang out with bottle service and the girls and the bouncer had told my friend and her husband and some other person that was with them, hey, I'll get you free upgrades to VIP so you can actually hang out with Nelly. Mm -hmm. And my friend had been drinking already all day. They went to a couple events and was like, well, I don't want to sit here. You know, like 11's like, that's already late enough. We got here at seven thinking doors were opening at eight. Like, you know, there's a lot of miscommunication, mm-hmm. which happens. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, long story short, Nelly ended up not coming on stage till 1.30, played three songs and called it a day. And right, my which, friend was super pissed because mm-hmm. the tickets were already expensive enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, like as a fan. But, but hold on. For, yeah. I think that there's nothing wrong with what Nelly did because no, nowhere on the flyer did it say Nelly performing. Right. Nelly's going to do this. Nelly's going to do that. It said, come hang out with Nelly. Right. And on the fly, it said, hang out. Right. I mean, right. it's like the, the promote in some cases, promoters mm-hmm. promote things, mm-hmm. uh, other than they should be promoted yeah. other ways than they should be. But in this case, this promoter didn't, mm-hmm. he clearly says, right. Come hang out. Party is hosted by mm-hmm. Nelly. So that means that it's, just a party with right. Nelly in the house. Right. And I think that's like, you know, the difference between being a little in the in the industry and mm-hmm. understanding the difference. Because I have friends who don't go. I mean, I go to a show like once a month, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm at shows very regularly and I understand the difference. But it's still as a fan, like if I'm going to pay 40 bucks for a ticket, I don't want to be told when I get there that something's happening if it's not. Mm-hmm. And I get but in like it's not like he was saying it to get more people in the door because they had to wait to get in. That's how long the line was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I completely agree. I think like promo, if you look at the flyer, nothing said. There's it, no it, misconception. To basically. me, it, to me, this flyer is like he was going to DJ. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Kind of like how like, uh, that's basically what they do. Or no, who am I thinking of? That's basically Hell yeah, how he yeah. does it at Rio. He hosts these parties at Rio, mm-hmm. but it's not like a, actual real true event so to speak you know what i mean um but i think like for me i've had a couple experiences where i've understood what's going on but like the general public might not like i went to a show last year um where an artist i guess there was like a lot of drama and they didn't have the alcohol that was on the writer for the artist and he refused to perform and so the whole for like two hours the dj just kept saying you guys aren't hype enough you're not hype enough he's not here yet oh he's here he's getting ready and then it was just well he's not performing and i get like there's certain things like key people there but as like i don't think the general public understands the differences Mm -hmm. you know well sometimes um from from somebody who's seen it you mm-hmm. know and been in and promoted shows yeah. and like and brought artists down you know it's a it's an interesting mm-hmm. it's an interesting chase it's an interesting hustle mm-hmm. okay because some what happens is some in a lot of cases um, where if you're not going through like a freaking live nation or something mm-hmm. like that, cause if you're going through live nation shows are a whole lot different. Right, right. If you're just a regular old Joe Schmo promoter mm-hmm. and you call an artist, basically what happens is you call an artist. Hey, I want to get you to come perform. Okay. Mm-hmm. $6,000. Right. Send me three. We'll be down. Send me three and pay for the flights and have these things on mm-hmm. on my list. Of the, this is in my contract. I need fucking M&Ms and bottle waters and the Patron writer, yeah. and everything. Right. Writers are like the most fascinating thing to me. So that happens. And then mm-hmm. so then the promoters. Like, OK, boom. He sends them three. Now the promoter's job is to go and promote. Mm-hmm. So the promoter goes out and just trying to sell tickets. He's now he's trying to sell at least six thousand dollars worth of tickets mm-hmm. okay how many tickets is that if it's divided by 40 
Yeah. So now a promoter is trying to sell $6,000 worth of tickets. And that's not, that's just so he can pay 150 tickets. That's not bad. That's not, that's bad. not a lot. But now, so, so he can pay the artist the rest of the 3000 when he gets mm-hmm. there. Cause the artist shows up, you right. got my, you got the rest of the money. Right. Yeah. Here it is. Right. Well, sometimes what happens is the promoters don't always end up selling out the shows. Right. And that artist might not be in high demand or that artist maybe is not even promoting in that area. Hey, mm-hmm. Austin, I'm going to be here. Right. Right. So they just right. leave it up to the promoter. So then the promoter says, Hey man, you came all the way down here. All I got mm-hmm. is 2300. Well, I'll say that too. I've always... I've always found events just a little sketch if the artist isn't promoting a show. Mm-hmm. Especially like not like huge, not like Lauren Hill, right? But like these young, these smallerish people. If you're playing a like an a event, Emos or Empire, yeah, or something like, like that. If, at least like put on your Instagram story, like, "Hey, I'm here in Austin playing a show." Like, if it, even if it's day of, because I feel like sometimes there's promoter flyers or you know, like, um, like. Photos that go around like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Sometimes like I'm like, I, I, I can't tell if they're real or well, not. Now check this you out. Know? Um, so speaking of not being real or not. Okay. Mm-hmm. One time my friend Kurt was throwing a show mm-hmm. and he was bringing Rick Ross down. Mm-hmm. And Rick Ross even did a fucking video. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, CJ's birthday. I'm going to be in town. Mm-hmm. Whoopty whoop. I bought two tickets. I was ready. I was yeah. there. Showed oh, yeah. up. Rick Ross, you showed yeah, up. Yeah, I'm that. there, yeah. right? All of a sudden, they're like, yo, Rick's not coming. Mm-hmm. There was a whole bunch of people like, right. what the fuck? And I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't I don't know what, if they got their money back or what. I don't know right. if they got their money taken from them or mm-hmm. what. Yeah. But things fucking happen. Right. And it's not the fan's fault. You know, right. it sucks that the fan has to... Uh, get the bad end of the stick Mm -hmm. because a fan really just wants to go and watch a good show. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the whole thing. But I also feel like I've been to shows that this happens to that goes through, you know, like that's at Coda, Mm -hmm. right? At Circuit of the Americas 360 um, that go through Live Nation, like you said, or like Ticketmaster that are still shit shows, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and that everyone's human. Um, That's on the artist though. Yeah. But I think like also, you know, I get like, you know, there's certain things you need to perform well, but at the end of the day, like you chose this as your career mm-hmm. and you need to show up for your job. Yeah. Um, and I've actually, I had an instance like Rick but Ross. How are you going to show up for a job if they're not paying you? Right. Well, exactly. And that's, and that's why it kind of sucks right. because some of the artists feel obligated to still mm-hmm. go out, even though the promoter might've fucked up. Right. Now the artist still has to go out and kind of like fucking make peace with the fans to make mm-hmm. sure they don't be like, damn, fuck him. Blah, right. blah, blah. He didn't fucking show up. I paid $60 right. and I bought two bottles. Right. Yeah. Bottles and I got expensive. dressed up yeah. and I bought this shirt and I bought right. these shoes. And that's why I think like if you're already in the city, you know, like the Nelly case, if you're already in the city doing ACL and like or like the Lil Wayne thing last mm-hmm, night with mm-hmm. his DJ. It's not like there's travel involved. If mm. you're already there, like at least just go and hang out, kind of like the you know the Nelly situation, mm-hmm. or do a surprise thing and not not allow people to like wait on someone's word, right? You know, because like a couple years ago, I think it was my first year of South by um, when Maggie Mays still did the Kiss FM. Do you remember the Kiss FM South by event? No. They, um, it used to be hosted at Maggie Mays and it was like the red carpet rollout. It was okay. like live for Maggie Mays, all of South by. Well, 
it was promoted as T.I. was supposed to play with when he started doing all that music with Watch the Duck. Uh-huh. And it, but it was really Watch the Duck was playing and they were audioing T.I. and he wasn't actually there. But it was promoted as T.I.'s coming to this free, no wristband, no badge, South by event, show up early. And there were hundreds of people trying to get into that event. Like, and you know, some well, of that see, really that's sucks. The, yeah, you know? it doesn't. And that's the thing, guys. You know, fans just, just look at the wording on the flyer. Make yep. sure that it's the right show. Get more info on it. Hit the promoter up. Yeah. Yo, what's up with this show? Because most of the promoters are local, and you probably have seen them at H-E-B before. Probably. <laughs> so, um, I guess that, you know, that's, that's pretty much mm-hmm. the just of, like, promoting. You know, sometimes... Yeah. There's good promoters out there. Mm-hmm. There's good promoters that know a lot of people and they go and they do the work and they're in the streets right. and they're putting flyers out well, and they get the fucking venues right. packed as hell. Right. I think a lot of it has to do with the venue too. Cause I've heard like there's certain, there's certain, um, venues downtown that don't like hip hop. Mm, and if hip hop does get booked there, they make it so you should have been here absolutely eight difficult. years ago. I've heard when eight, nine, 10 years ago when we were trying to do hip hop out here. Right. It was horrible. Yeah. I mean, I've heard and and not not only like drop venue names, but there was a specific venue that um, there was a show at that I was covering last year that like came out to not the promoter, but like in the squad I was with with the promoter um, that had told her, well, when hip hop comes, it brings the riffraff and we don't want that type of mm-hmm. energy, you know, energy. You should so call them speak. out. Who yeah. is it? I mean, I'm not going to because I really like the venue and they've done really good stuff. But like off festival time, like outside of South by, you don't see hip hop there. Mm-hmm. And if you do, it doesn't end well. Well, so. I mean, there no, not necessarily. There's, there's, there's some good shows out there, like Certified Heat, though. Yeah. And we're gonna talk to Certified too, because yeah. he throws a lot of shows. I w- no, I wasn't talking about the show. I was talking about the venue. Like it oh, doesn't okay. like turn out well, or mm-hmm. like it's not like really popular. Like, um, it's not super popular, uh, because of how they treat the artists and how they treat the event happening. Yeah. So, which sucks because it's like you're gonna make music or you're gonna make money. You know? But Austin's changing though, and and the the hip hop scene is is gonna get a lot bigger. And with y'all's help, you know the audience, yeah. people out there, the listeners, you know, mm-hmm. with y'all's help, the the rap scene could be a lot different. You know, yeah, go I and totally look for agree. artists here in Austin because there's some really talented people out here, and yeah. we're gonna be bringing them on the show, and they're gonna talk about their Do you projects. Know of venues that mainly host local, like I mean, emos is. Uh, like Empire does a lot of stuff. Stubbs Vulcan. does a lot of stuff. Vulcan does things. Yeah. Um, I miss. What's the place? What did Red Seven turn into? They do. They host all the scratch house stuff during South by. Mm. It used to be Red Seven. It's across street from Empire. Oh. What is Red that place Seven. called? Oh, I forgot. I don't know. It's like a white they, building now. They do a lot of. They used there. to do hip hop there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of places that you can find rap music. You yeah. know, it's not like it's like forbidden in the city no because right. hip-hop is running the fucking world right you know so right. uh if you want fucking dope hip-hop go to rio and fucking check out yeah uh Heli Yella set yeah. so Rio's good. but i guess guys we're, we're about to wrap it up yeah let so. us know what your thoughts are if you've had any experiences with promoters or shows that you want to share send us your comments or messages on instagram um, we check that way more than we check our Twitter and it is at the switch up podcast mm-hmm. 
on IG and uh, Twitter doesn't have the the drop the the yeah no just like the. they said in Gilmore Girls and make sure to follow me at Moon Guy Rich and you know keep up with whatever the fuck we doing yeah hey all right guys appreciate yeah. you guys' time this is the Switch Up Podcast episode five we out we out later y'all.